This is Dan Fleisch, and this is the fourth podcast for Section 1.2 of A Student's Guide to Maxwell's Equations. This podcast is about del dot E, the divergence of the electric field, and the relevant section of the text begins on page 36. If you've been tracking the earlier developments, you realize by now that del dot is simply an expression for the divergence of a vector field. So, of course, del dot E is the divergence of the electric field. In the discussion of divergence, we said that the divergence is positive at source points of the vector field and negative at sink or drain points. That's because divergence measures the tendency of the field to flow away from a point for positive divergence or to flow toward a point for negative divergence. Since electric field lines begin on positive charge and end on negative charge, it's understandable that the divergence of the electric field at any location is proportional to the amount of charge at that location, since electric charge serves as the source or the sink of electric field lines. Think about how this applies to the electric field around a point charge. The expression for that electric field is shown in the middle of page 36. It says E, the vector electric field, is 1 over 4 pi epsilon naught times Q over R squared times R hat. That is, it's a radially outward field for positive charge, decreasing as 1 over R squared. Remember, when we talked about divergence, a field that is radial and falls off as 1 over R squared has zero divergence everywhere except at the origin. We'll get to the origin case in a minute, but it's important for you to understand the electric field of a point charge has zero divergence everywhere around that point charge except at the exact location where that point charge is located. But what about at that location? What about at r equals zero? What's the divergence there? Well, to evaluate that, you have to remember that at r equals zero, the expression we've been using for divergence has a zero in the denominator. So to evaluate this case, we're better off going back to the original definition of divergence, which says that del dot e is the limit, as delta v goes to zero, of one over delta v, the integral of e dot n dA. That is, we're going to make a small surface around the point of interest, we're going to allow that surface to shrink to zero, and we're going to form the ratio of the flux through that surface to the volume enclosed by that surface. That's our original definition for divergence, and it's going to show us what the divergence around a point charge is as r approaches zero. The analysis for this case is shown on the bottom of page 36. There we've assumed a Gaussian surface, that is, we're taking a spherical surface around that point charge because we know that the electric field must be uniform everywhere on that surface so we can take it out of the integral. That's exactly what happens in that long equation at the bottom of the page. Notice we've taken the q over 4 pi epsilon naught r squared out of the integral, leaving us the integral of dA. Since this is a sphere, that comes out to 4 pi r squared. That nicely cancels the 4 pi r squared in the denominator, and we're left with the limit, as delta v goes to 0, of 1 over delta v times q over epsilon naught. The thing to notice here is that Q over delta V, as delta V gets smaller and smaller, that is, as we're taking a tinier and tinier volume around that point, Q over that volume is simply the charge density, the coulombs per cubic meter at that point. So since Q over delta V, as delta V gets very small, is the charge density at that point, we can simply write del dot E is equal to rho, the volume charge density, divided by epsilon naught. That's the last equation on page 36. And that is the differential form of Gauss's law for electric fields. The next page just emphasizes one more time. That's very important for you to understand. When you look at the electric field lines around a point charge, a casual glance says they're diverging. Or if it's a negative charge, they're converging. 
because their spacing is changing. But just as we found when we talked about the divergence, since the field is decreasing with distance from the origin as 1 over r squared, that field has zero divergence everywhere except right at the source. So only at the location where the charge actually exists, that is where there is some finite charge density, is the divergence non-zero. Everywhere else in that field, even though the lines are spreading apart, the divergence is zero. And that's because the amplitude of the field is falling off as 1 over r squared, which exactly compensates for the spreading out of the field lines. Once you understand that, you'll understand why the divergence is zero everywhere, where there is no charge, and at the origin, at the location of the charge, the divergence is simply equal to rho over epsilon naught.